Hey family, welcome back to the Live Fancy podcast entitled Think Fancy, a place where we discuss concepts, ideas, perspectives, and insights that will cause you to truly think fancy, to make the mental choice to foster achievement never compromising you. I believe there is greatness on the inside of you, and I am committed to helping you release it. Why? Because someone is waiting for you. Welcome back, fancy listeners. I am so excited for this season. Thank you for coming back once again. I hope that you are enjoying this season as we are continuing to talk about embrace embracing change. I truly believe that that is the word, at least that is my word for this year. And so everything that we're talking about this season is really in line with that. And if this is your first listen, I will encourage you to go back and listen to episode one so that you can hear what we talked about when it comes to what that really means to embrace change. And I am excited for some of the things that we are going to be doing this year. As this podcast continues to grow, I'm looking to bring in special guests this year, looking to have interviews with some very special people, people that are not only special to me, but I believe have insight to share that I am confident will help you to release greatness. So more to come. And who knows, we may even branch out into video podcasts soon, but Taking it one step at a time, first thing is learning how to do interviews so that we continue to bring you great quality in our podcast. Until then, let's get started with this week's episode. This episode, this episode, this topic is something else because it is something I am still learning to deal with, to embrace, to realize, to accept, and Although I'm sure you know the name of it already as you clicked on it through your favorite podcast platform, even just saying the topic is like something that is uncomfortable. This episode we're talking about control is an illusion. And even saying that, it's like, no, it's not. (laughs) If I'm honest with myself, if I'm honest with you, I recognize that I am what would be termed as a control freak. I don't really like that word. Because I think it's a little unfair. Like, first of all, I'm not a freak of any nature or any kind, but I am a bit controlling sometimes. And it's because in my mind, my idea, my plan, my approach works. And so if everything and everyone would just fall in line, how much greater things would be. In my own life, it feels like if things would just go the way that I intended and envisioned them to go, things would be perfect. But in reality, that's so far from the truth. Because if things actually went the way that I thought that they should go, everything would probably be really, really messed up. Because I don't know half of the things that I think I know. And I absolutely am fully aware that I don't know the future. So the reality is control is an illusion. And when we talk about control, that comes in many different facets, but we're going to bring this in again, talking about embracing change. And as we go through different changes, many times when you are a person like myself, you want to control change. I can accept that change is going to happen. I can accept that change is necessary. I can accept that change is inevitable, but I 
have a challenge accepting that I can't control that change. So if it has to change, then I'm going to control how it changes. I'm going to try to control when it changes. I'm going to do everything that I can to make the situation go the way that I want it to go. But control is an illusion. I actually have no control over change. I have no control over the change that's happening. I only have the ability to control, if I'm if I must use that word, I have the ability to control how I respond to it. I have the ability to control how I in, engage with it, for lack of a better phrase. Like that's the only thing I quote unquote have control over. Because reality is control is an illusion. So let's take a look at a couple of things. First thing we want to look at is what does control even mean? Of course, if we look at this in the Collins Dictionary, my favorite, first off, it says, if you have control of something or someone, you are able to make them do what you want them to do. That in and of itself should let you know you do not have control (laughs) because you can't make anybody do anything. But how many times do we try? You can't make a situation do something even though we try. Now, of course, let's not take this as a grand overarching statement for everything, right? I can control how high the fire is if I turn on the stove. I can control how much water goes into my cup when I pour it, right? There are certain things that we have the ability to control that are directly within our hands, but we're talking about, again, change. We're talking about something that is inevitable. And the idea that we have the ability to make change happen when and the way that we want it to is ludicrous, regardless of how many times or how many ways we think we can anyway. It goes on to define the word control as power to direct or determine. And again, when we're talking about change, we think I think I should have the ability and the power to direct or determine when and how change happens because then I can be more comfortable in it. Then I can be more prepared for it. Then I can ensure my success through it, throughout it. But the reality is I can't control it. We have to understand that we cannot drive, direct, or even stop change. And the reality of that statement, the reality of that truth makes me so uncomfortable because I want to be able to be in control of what I'm doing. I want to be able to control what's being done to me. I don't know about you, but many times even in relationships or in conversations with persons, it's like, I need to control the narrative of this conversation. If it's going in this direction, I'm going to change it to go in this direction because I don't want to talk about that. Or an even better example would be in my line of work. So having been a project manager for many years and now being a director of project management office, it's really easy to say, okay, I'm going to help control this narrative. If I'm speaking to a client and we need to talk about something difficult, I'm going to control this narrative. We're going to talk about this. And if you veer, we're going to bring you right back so that I can control this narrative. The reality is even in that scenario, it's an illusion. I am not controlling the the narrative. I'm just simply controlling what I'm talking about. If you choose to talk in another direction, I can try and veer you back, but I have no control over you. If you are determined to get your point across, if you are determined to go down this other route, I can't control that. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, if they have this, if they say this, then I can say this and it'll veer them back my way. And again, in my mind, I'm controlling this conversation, but I'm really not. Another person has made a decision to allow me to go in one direction or another. 
But because this conversation includes or involves other people, I can't control it because I can't control them. And again, I'm just being 100% transparent with you. I don't like that. Even though in my mind, I'm like, of course, I don't want to control you. You're a person. You say whatever you want to say. <laughs> but the reality is I want you to say what I want you to say. And that's a that's a big thing for me to even be transparent enough to acknowledge or to admit. Because in my mind, when I'm doing it, I don't think of it that way. But as again, as I was preparing for this podcast, I was like, wow, wow. The good thing, though, is the more that I realize I don't have control of certain situations, the more I can let it go. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Now, let's talk about another definition of control, because I think this is extremely important as well. Control means to exercise authority over direct command and especially the word to exercise authority over. Because many times when we are trying to control situations, especially situations that involve other people, we're trying to exercise authority over them. And outside of your children, you don't have a right to exercise authority over anybody. You have the right to exercise uh, leadership over someone else, but you don't have a right to exercise authority over a person, over their task. Absolutely. If you are their manager or their supervisor or something of that nature, but you don't have the right to exercise authority over them because the only person that has authority over another person is themselves and God. And again, if you are in a position of leadership or if you are just a strong leader, many times we try to exercise authority over persons because of our background, our expertise, our knowledge, our seniority, our the list goes on. But when you're talking about people, we don't have authority over people. Even as a parent, I have guardianship, stewardship over my child, but I don't have authority over her as a person. As long as she's in my household, as long as she's under my care, I am able to exercise authority over some of the things that happen, but I need to do so from a place of care, of a place of guidance, of a place of steering her in the right direction. But as I quickly learned as she got older, those decisions that she makes have to be her own. As she gets older, I need to provide her with the tools on how to make good decisions. I can't continue to try to make those decisions for her. I cannot control her. And so that's something, again, that we have to really embrace. But the purpose of this podcast is more so talking about change. And we have to recognize that we don't have the ability to exercise authority over change because it's not ours to exercise authority over I can't control change. It's not a tangible thing that I can wrap up and put in my pocket and say, you are only allowed to come out when I'm ready for you to come out. My dear, it does not work that way. And I'm saying this to myself, even as I'm saying this to you. There's a scripture that kind of talks about this a little bit. And I saw it in the message translation and I'm like, this is it right here. And it's in James chapter four and it's around 13 verses 13 through 14. And it says, you don't know the first thing about tomorrow. You are nothing but a wisp of fog catching a brief bit of sun before disappearing. And when I saw that and I read that, I was like, first of all, it made me laugh. But the reality is it's so true. As much as I try to control the events and the circumstances that I am engaging in or that I think are coming, I know nothing about tomorrow. I might make plans for tomorrow. I might have ideas and, and desires for tomorrow, but I have no idea what will happen tomorrow. 
I've not seen it before. I've not been a part of it before. I have not been in it before. It is brand new. Therefore, I have no ability to control tomorrow. Again, I'll make plans for it, but I can't control it. There's another scripture in the same translation, the Message Bible, that Proverbs 19:21. It says, we humans keep brainstorming options and plans, but God's purposes prevails. And I think that's so important because the reality is we're going to keep doing it. Okay, I'm figuring I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And it's all going to work out. And I do believe we need to be prepared. We do need to make plans. We need to be proactive. We need to be thinking strategically about things. But we need to do so in collaboration with God because he's the only one who knows tomorrow and the day after. He's the only one that knows the future. He's the only one who actually has control. I don't. And I don't like it. (laughs) So the reality is, I don't have the ability to make anyone or any situation do what I want it to do. I don't have the power to direct or determine, and I do not have the ability to exercise authority over any situation and specifically over any person. Another thing that I saw that definitely caught my attention was a quote. And this quote is by Sharon Hold Miller. She's the author of the book, The Cost of Control, Why We Crave It, The Anxiety It Gives Us, and The Real Power God Promises. And the particular quote that she says is this, control creates anxiety. You can just stop right there because it does. If I'm in control of something, now I have to control it. The very simple thing of what I just said is the very simple, is the same thing that gives me anxiety. Even though I'm the one that wants the control, even though I'm the one that thinks I have the control, all of which are an illusion, of course. She goes on to say, although we seek control as a solution to our anxiety, control also produces anxiety. It's counterintuitive on the surface, but the more we try to control something uncontrollable, the more out of control we feel. Then to quell our anxiety, we seek to control even more. My gosh, that thing there just resonated so much. It's like the thing that I'm trying to do is bothering me, so I try to do more of the thing that I'm trying to do, which is bothering me about the thing that I can't actually do, so let me try to do it some more. It's a roundabout, vicious cycle because we cannot control things. And for those of us who are more controlling than others, it brings us much discomfort and anxiety, but we have to learn to let it go because control is an illusion. So let's talk about what an illusion is. An illusion, according again to the Collins Dictionary, is a false appearance or deceptive impression of reality. <laughs> In that, And it's so funny when I read that because I was just like, This is not true. This is the idea of a false impression of reality is hilarious to me because that's what it is. You think you have something, but you don't. You think this is going your way because you made it go that way, but that's not true. The other definition of an illusion is a false or misleading perception or or belief. So somewhere in there, you have misled yourself or allowed yourself to be misled into thinking that you have control over the situation. Control is an illusion. And it doesn't mean that we just go about our days haphazardly, like, well, I can't control anything anyway, so I'm just going to fly by the seat of my pants and case sarah, whatever happens, happens, whatever will be, will be. That's not what we're saying. It's saying that you have to partner with the one who does have control. And then you have to release their need to control everything. The reality is when I recognize I'm not in charge, I then can remove the burden of being in charge. When I recognize that if change is happening 
And this all goes back to embracing change. Change is inevitable. I know that it's going to happen. And the moment that I recognize that there is a change that's happening in my life or the moment that I recognize a change is coming, I can either, again, fight against it or I can learn to embrace it. And when I'm learning to embrace it, it doesn't mean let me embrace it by trying to control it. It means let me embrace it and learn. Let me embrace it and see what I need to do in my own life to prepare myself for this change, to prepare myself for what this new transition means for my life and recognize I can't control it because the less I try to control it, the more I can relax and trust the one who is in control. That's the biggest thing that I want you to take away. The reality that control is an illusion means that I need to start trusting the one who's in control more than I trust myself because even the trust that I have in myself is an illusion. It's fleeting because I can guarantee you even for myself, today I can be one way and tomorrow I can be another. In this moment, I can be one way and in another, in five minutes later, I can be in a whole nother mood. Therefore, I can't trust myself to have the ability to control change because the biggest thing that I'm trying to learn to control is me. I need to let that go. You need to let that go. And you need to trust in one who's greater than you. I'll end with this quote. When I saw this, it was mind-blowing. And unfortunately, I don't know who said it. But nonetheless, it says control is an illusion We aren't in control of anything. We have choices and we have decisions to make. And the closest thing we have to control is being authentic. Mm. The closest thing that we have to control is being authentic. The best way that you can control any situation is being exactly who you were created and designed to be. The closest thing you have to being able to exercise authority over something is by being exactly who you were created and designed to be showing up fully authentic embracing the fact that change is there to help you to be better to grow to improve and to mature and if you can embrace it and learn from it and be bold in the transition you will be able to show up even greater and make a greater impact and influence on those that you were created to do so you have the ability to allow change to be great for you if you are willing to relinquish control. You don't have it anyway, so you might as well let that go. Trust the one who does because at the end of the day, the thing that's on the inside of you that needs to come out needs to come out authentically. Change is coming to help that to do so flawlessly if you allow it. And you need to, because someone is waiting for you. I truly hope you are charged up as a result of this week's episode of Think Fancy. You have too much on the inside of you to just listen. So now you are empowered to do. You are indeed well able, fully capable, and properly equipped to do everything you were created and designed to do. Make this week a great one.